Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. So when you need to find the next person to help grow your business, LinkedIn Jobs will match the right talent with the right role and fast. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for, so you can hire the right person fast. It's no wonder that a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay for what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team, T-E-A-M. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first post. LinkedIn Jobs. This is the Mazzotcast. Howdy, Tiger fans, and welcome to the Mazzotcast. I'm your host, Brendan Anthony. Joining me, as always, is Colin Anthony. What's up, dum-dums? And Caleb Lungart. Hello, kids. We are, I don't know, what is it, March 25th? The uh, college basketball season has been called off. The college baseball season, all sports have been called off because uh, we are in the middle of a pandemic. So, yeah, we're all stationed at home. We thought we'd put together a podcast, even though there is no sports, because you all have nothing else to do but listen to your shitty podcasts. It's a great opportunity to uh, really dive dive in deep to the Mazadcast history. Do go on. Um. I, I don't have anything else. It's coronavirus. <laughs> I've been locked inside for 19 days. It's fucking <laughs> yeah, terrible. Shit. What is the greatest freakout level you guys have had in this time? Have you, on a scale of like one being normal, don't even know there is such a thing as coronavirus, 10 being Facebook boomer who's putting conspiracy theories, <laughs> where, where do you rank yourself on the panic button list? It varies. I've, I've been as, I've been as low as a one and as high as an eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I really haven't had a chance to think about it because I've been hunting George Soros this entire time <laughs> because I know that he is behind this. He is the money man behind all this, this Chinese coronavirus. <laughs> if I'm, my Facebook timeline is to believe it's either the Chinese and a biological weapon or a vengeful, vengeful Old Testament style god. Is there? Uh, I haven't seen I mean, much like, of that. A lot of posts about how this is this is wrath. Yeah, uh, what we're dealing with right now is wrath, Brennan. Anytime anything bad happens ever, there's always going to be a crazy SEC 
state preacher usually, usually from this conference region, <laughs> who yep. uh, who is directly tying it to something like, I don't know, homosexuals existing without being stoned to death. Um, <laughs> thus, God is bringing a Richter scale 8 earthquake to us. I've been stuck in the house for, I guess, uh, almost a week now. And the um, only place I've been to is the grocery store. And I've been going to the grocery store a lot because it is the only place I'm supposed to be going to. So I'm like, hey, I, Brendan, I need to you get know, out. You know that they said you can go outside and exercise, right? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's not high on my priority list. But also it's been raining and cold and gray and dreary every goddamn day. Tell us more, Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> Who isn't in a bad mood right now, though? Who's chipper? Well, Caleb, obviously. Well, me and Caleb are in the same boat. Both of our wives have basically been un- become unemployed as a result of the corona. You know, my, my, I'm I'm hanging on for dear life. I don't know where Caleb's employment is at, but we very soon can have a lot of time to do this podcast. Yeah, well, I, I'm staying on for a while because they'll never figure out the bookwork without me because I've just fucked it up so badly <laughs> that I'm the only one that can sort it out. So I, I'm there, man. Yeah, making yourself essential seems to be a key component to staying on board. I'm very essential to that because without me, there is no money. It all disappears. I don't know how that works, but it does. <laughs> You know what would be great if we could, if, you know, since we're all supposed to sit at home, it would be great to watch sports. Yeah. Oh, man, sports be great? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you know it's thin. There are times are getting thin because I've, I've seen on the SEC network at least a couple times where they're airing old Mizzou games of both basketball and football. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, times are lean when you're playing reruns of Mizzou sports. On the SEC network. Yeah. What's well, bad is we're watching them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think they, every year they have a takeover game where, you know, they got to fill all this time during the dead period. And so they give each team one day where they show all of their stuff. So they're like contractually obligated to show Mizzou stuff. It hurts them. I know they don't want to be doing it, but, but the law requires it. Sure. SEC law. Mm-hmm. You know, one uh, sort of uh, turning a frown upside down about this whole coronavirus deal and the NCAA tournament being canceled is... Kansas, who thought so much of themselves this year, were number one in the country, um, don't have the opportunity to go to the Final Four or win a national title game. Although I've noticed it has not stopped them from claiming the national title. Well, fuck them. You know, every time that they're really good at basketball, they choke it away anyway. So, you know, they proved once in the last 30 years they can win a national championship. That's not enough to convince me. They'd have got beaten by the Dayton Flyers. Well, the Dayton Flyers have every reason to say they're the national championships as much as Kansas has done because uh, none of them have played any actual tournament games. So, absolutely, it's well, I mean, I tell you what. While we are used to getting hundreds of likes and retweets from the Mazadcast account, our my personal account got into the hundreds on a very rare occasion by, because I simply tweeted that I said something about the coronavirus destroying a lot of very special traditions, like Kansas losing in the Elite Eight, and uh, people really seem to like that. But, I mean, other than Kansas not being able to win anything, that's I, there's nothing good out there. I mean, what do we talk about? Trey Jackson, who was a kid who Conzo Martin refused to play for some reason, always claimed that the kid was like uh, needed better conditioning, showed a lot of talent when he was on the floor, four-star kid, and he has entered the transfer portal. We're losing players. There's no, <sighs> no games. We can't – I mean, it's just – there's no good things happening anywhere. You know Pornhub Premium is free. <laughs> it's fucking free. And you don't need to enter a credit card, just your email address, and you can make a different one up. 
that's good things. If you guys didn't know it, get on Pornhub and watch all that sweet, high-definition action. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, I just, when I, when I think of Conzo Mart and I think of Barry Odom, I think of like, when we went into hiring coaches, we're like, who are the two biggest lame fucking personality-less stiffs we can find? Like, let's, let's hire them. And uh, we, well, we did it. And, uh, you know, Barry Odom seemed very uncomfortable at the lectern when he had to, like, show any emotion. And he- Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. He was giving us little fiery speeches, and you could tell he's just wildly uncomfortable, and I don't know, he's he's not that kind of guy, and Conzo even less so. These guys... God, they just suck. You know what I mean? They just suck. Yeah. That's where we're at right now. Conzo sucks. Barry sucked. I'm glad he's gone. Well, Conzo f- sucks. So he'll be gone next year. I'll be happy about it. Maybe they can hire somebody with a fucking. You couldn't fucking fit Conzo's personality into shot glass. Goddamn guy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm grumpy because it's coronavirus times, but that guy sucks. Well, um, to defend analysis. <laughs> to defend Conzo, I'll say this: when we hired him after having hired Kim Anderson. Conzo Martin seemed like he was a, like a fire and brimstone preacher in the deep south as far as charisma went compared no, to No, that's not true. Kim that's, he's Anderson. Not, I mean Kim Anderson was a was an inanimate Frankenstein monster which by comparison may seem like he had a personality but that's not true. We know that's not true. Now he has no personality. Both of our former coaches basically are lobotomized people. You know what I mean? Like they just Large chunks of their brains have been removed. Those part chunks of their brains controlled personality, and like they suck. I don't know. I, <laughs> hashtag analysis. <laughs> well, you ought to be happy about Drinkwitz because he's shown, if nothing else, lots of personality. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you're gonna suck, and there's always a chance that Drinkwitz will. At least he, at least he's got personality. You know. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to suck with no personality. Got two coaches who've done it. <laughs> uh, pretty hardcore. So. Uh, yeah, I think there's a pretty proud history of it. Yeah. It's our jam. It's our athletic department. For years, it's been really afraid to hire anybody with any personality because they're afraid it will lead to more Ricky Clemens, Quinn Schneider cocaine madness. <laughs> I think we should we should hire Tyson Fury to be our next basketball coach. Well, if you want cocaine madness. Yeah, he's got a great personality. He's tall. And uh, I don't know if he knows anything about basketball, but he'll be fucking entertaining. You don't have to know anything about basketball if you are tall. No, because, I mean, we know a guy that coaches baseball that knows nothing about baseball, and they let him fucking coach it, so. Uh, am I the only one who's working from home? Are you guys basically doing your jobs like normal? I go to work every day. I'm doing my job, but I'm doing it now in a mask and gloves. 
<laughs> is that right? They're putting yeah. It, yeah, it's mandatory. So I'm I'm masked and gloved up every day. I wear a gas mask, but it's only to smoke marijuana through. Um, it's <laughs> Your not, job it's, is better than mine, Caleb. I've said it from the beginning. Yeah, it's not for safety reasons. <laughs> it's just to get a higher high. Yeah. Um, so other than that, I go in, you know, strap the boots up every day, go in and, and, and sell furniture, flooring, and furniture flooring accessories. <laughs> An essential service is deemed by our government. It is an essential service because, you know, I sell hospital beds and lift chairs so I can stay open during the madness. Whenever I need a settee, Caleb will be there for me. Yeah. Pandemic or no pandemic. Yeah, I've got got you covered. (laughs) If you need some Shaw high gloss floor cleaner, Caleb's your man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Risk your family's lives by exposure to a virus. So you, you can... wouldn't believe how many people go furniture shopping during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are in their nineties, but they're out, folks. They're oh out. Oh my god! I went to the grocery store well, yesterday, and I'm gonna tell you, Boomer ain't worried about the fucking pandemic. No, that fucking no. place was full of old people, and I'm just like, oh, I guess uh, whatever, you know. Okay, Boomer, or as my son uh, told me, KO Boomer. <laughs> I can't believe the old people either. I saw one woman that was like, she was so old and frail. I mean, she just looked like anything could knock her over. It, wasn't, it didn't have to be the coronavirus. You know what I mean? A, a stiff breeze or a cold would take her out. And I just thought, like, don't you have somebody to be like, gam, gam, I'll shop for you. You know, stay <laughs> home. Hey, Nana, I got this. What do you need? You need yeah. some Jack's pizzas? I can I can get up. Yeah. Mine has been like sixty-year-old ladies bringing in their ninety-year-old mothers to shop, and I think I think it's a uh, a murder type thing going on. They're trying to kill their moms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Aaron's money. Speaking yeah. of uh, speaking of killing people, have you watched uh, Tiger King on Netflix? Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> I haven't. I'm going to have to because everybody's talking about it. Yep, it's one of those. And now, Caleb, I don't know. Would you say it's just, it's just a good show or is it just an insane show or is it, it- it's insanely good and I'm a, I'm a tiger king og i've been reading about joe exotic for years <laughs> is that right yeah somebody had a long read article i don't know if it was like rolling stone or national geographic one time about him and so i've been reading about this dude and getting down the wormhole of joe exotic and all the tiger breeders it's an amazing, amazing story. It, it, it's the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen on television. I mean, it's and I, I told my fiance, I said, like, uh, you could tell people that this is a crazy show and not even worry a little bit about like you're overselling it. They're not. It's not like they're going to watch and be like, it's not that crazy. You can't oversell it. Like it's always going to be undersold because it's the craziest thing ever. But it's I so good. I told my good. buddy Trevor about it, and he texted me like. Two days later, he's like, fuck you, man. He's like, I've been up all night watching this. This is the craziest shit I've ever seen. And he's like, it doesn't get uncrazy. It just gets worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Joe Exotic, I guess he's in the pen. He's got nothing to do right now. I was thinking maybe I could get an interview with him. I mean, we do cover the Tigers on this show. This is the a Mizzou Tigers and you there's know, literally no sports to cover. That's right. So this is the Tiger King. It makes a lot of sense to me to get well, Joe I Exotic. Get I really would appreciate that. I mean, if you do get a hold of Joe Exotic, I would like to chat with him, too. <laughs> got lots of questions. Yeah, Caleb, would, what if we got him to pick games against you each week? That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll bet what if, what if we hard to get what if we bought one of Joe Exotic's Tiger Cubs to pick games against me? <laughs> we could. I bet if you bought one of his CDs, he would be he'd be happy to be on the air with us. If I don't you, know. I bet he's getting a lot of calls right now. Yeah. Well, if you look up Joe Exotic CDs on Amazon, he's got the fourth best-selling country album on there right now. <laughs> Every video has a tornado. Well, I'll promise tiger. you this: it's better than uh, anything that Luke Combs has put out. <laughs> Yeah, so that, uh, I mean, I can't recommend that show highly enough. I think there's only like six or seven episodes, but I mean, I plowed through them one after the other because you you can't, uh, they're like Pringles. You can't just have one. Oh, no, you got to get them all. <laughs> it's yeah. a binge watch Saturday for sure. I, I mean, I'll tell you what, you watch those characters on that show and you think, this is the most American show that could have ever been made in history. Like, there's no country that produces these people like the United States of America. I mean, there is a guy called Doc who is not a doctor. There is a guy that owns Tigers that used to be a drug lord. <laughs> uh, I mean, Joe Exotic himself is a gay, mullet-wearing, cowboy-type guy who has sex with straight men and marries them. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and that's not the only polygamy going on. No, they're, you know, Doc Ansel, he's got lots of women running around, married to seven of them. <laughs> you guys I haven't watched the, the show, f- and it sounds amazing. You don't know the fame and notoriety you get when you have tiger cubs, Colin. <laughs> You're right, I don't, Caleb. You are correct. And pretty soon, my whole garage is going to be full of them. Oh, boy. <laughs> Because according to that show, you can buy those some bitches for like two thousand dollars, and that ain't a lot. That's a goddamn French bulldog, but it's a tiger. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Well, I want to remind you at this point that you have two young children in your house. Well, if you raise your young children with tigers, they will they will be nice to them. I know yeah, this I, for I, sure. They will never rip their arms off or anything <laughs> like that. Tigers are nice, Colin. We have Truman the tiger, and he's never eaten anyone. Oh, I heard he's gone down on a few people. Well, he's gone down, but he's never <laughs> eaten. Well, anyway, check out Tiger King, because it is the best. Yeah, I think we give it five stars. Well, it's, why don't we take our first break for the day, come back and talk more non-sports bullshit. This is the Mazodcast. Hey, Mazodcast fans, I want to take a minute to tell you about Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's sort of, I guess, it's a subscription service. It allows you, the listener, if you like what we do, to uh, get a little extra, but an extra that we provide to members. So there is a cost associated with it. You can become a member for $3 a month. We think that's really, really, really inexpensive. So we wanted to set it really low, but we also wanted it to generate enough that would motivate us to continue to put out content for you guys. So we created a Patreon account. You can go there, patreon.com slash Mazodcast. If you want to hear, like, for instance, things we talk about before or after or during a break on a show, we'll put that up on our Patreon. If we have additional thoughts to some breaking news going on around Mizzou, we'll put that up around Patreon. Caleb puts fishing tips on Patreon. Barry Odom calls in, gives us a couple minutes of thoughts on Patreon, stuff like that. And then in the middle of coaching searches and things like that, if we hear any gossip, goes on Patreon. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, what are you guys doing trying to ring me for money? This has always been free. And you're right, and it always will be free. Patreon is just for those who want a little bit more, who like what we do, but the podcast will 
and has always been free and nothing's going to change. But do us a favor. Check out our Patreon. You might like it. It's less than a beer. This is some listener music sent to us by Isaac Finley. His band Sycamore calls this one Drive Through. And if you want to get your music on, you got a band, know somebody's got a band, wants to get it out there a little bit, send it to mazodcast at gmail.com. We'll put it on the air for you. Thank you, Isaac. Fellas, I have a serious issue given this uh, coronavirus crisis that I need some help with. I keep a good amount of toilet paper on hand. I mean, the missus likes to be stocked up in that department and it's running low. You know, I, I thought, oh, by the time toilet paper comes back to the shelves, I'll be fine. I mean, I've got a lot of toilet paper in the house, but every day there's nothing on the shelves. Am I going to have to wipe my ass with old coffee filters? I live more cheese. <laughs> I live in the country and I, I have a hose and there's even a pond behind my house. So, I mean, I yeah. feel like I'm It's either way. Well, I mean, I know people are uh, looking into bidets now. And uh, pe- the people who get them can't talk highly enough about having a bidet. It you still have amazing. to dry your ass with something. It's not like you can just spray water all over your ass and walk out of the restaurant. <laughs> you still got to have something to dry that butthole off. That's a good point. Don't I mean, point. do you keep a butthole towel? Towels aren't fucking on the shelf either. Yeah. Maybe you have a, like a terry cloth well, butthole towel. The coronavirus is just is, is brought to light so many problems. And uh, what you're going to dry your asshole with... I don't. If you own a bidet, is chief. Of, but hey, listen. The good news is, is that um, the most the staunchest pro life people in the world are now advocating killing grandma as a sacrifice to the god that is the Dow Jones. I know some people that want the old people killed off, so you know they're pretty tickled about it. <laughs> yeah, I just I I you know I'm I'm affection I'm pretty I've got some warm affectionate feelings for my parents, and I just I don't want them to die. Well, you're a great man. Especially for Goldman Sachs. Yeah, and Colin, your mom's never going to die. She's invincible, so don't worry about it. That's true. Yeah, you're and Britain will never see it ever. She'll live to be 107, and you two fucks will be dead. That's true. Yep, we won't see a nickel of it. Well, I want to. My biggest fear is that I've got like some sort of secret uh, underlying medical condition I didn't know about, and I will find out about it the day I die of coronavirus. You know, <laughs> that's what I don't want. But, I have this uh, mole that kind of itches on my side right now, and I'm just like, oh, I've been Brendan. worried about coronavirus. It turns out I've got skin cancer. Yeah, Brendan, if you go into the hospital, I will give you a, bl- a blood transplant, a transfusion of my super gorilla blood, and it will save your life. I'm looking forward to that. It is nice to have a safety net there, Caleb. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to grow a lot of back hair, but you're going to be living. <laughs> L-I-V-I-N. Brennan doesn't need any more back hair. I was going to say, those new hairs, they can just join a lot of friends. <laughs> They're already there. But uh, I've got a lot of living I want to do. I, I've got this idea for you know a, a terry cloth butthole towel for these bidets that are getting popular. You know, I feel like I can make a million off of that alone. Yeah, I'm sure you Pretty can. Thin- Britain and his millions would be advocating us killing our old folks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I, I will. The biggest problem I have with my butthole towel right now is that um, it's hard to differentiate this new butthole towel concept I'm creating from just a towel. Because I'm afraid people will just go to Target and buy a towel to yeah. wipe their buttholes with, where I'm making specifically custom-designed butthole towels. Mm-hmm. And, and people are going to cut corners, you know? And it's not going to be safe. 
I'm just going to let my dog lick my butthole. In the little town where, good Lord, <laughs> in the little town where me and Brennan grew up, there is a little, one of those little, uh, what are they, uh, what, what do you call it, an Amish store? Or, yeah, I don't know. country they, they market sell, kind they of sell thing. It's all expired macaroni and, and, they, and they, there's a butcher shop in it and stuff. And it's, <laughs> I saw that uh, they had a, literally had a, uh, it's Grocery a fake cart. Amish store, really. Yeah, yeah there's no there's Amish. No real, nobody there's there's no Amish. real Amish or Mennonites in it. It's white people trying to act like they're Mennonites. Yeah, no Amish were harmed in the making of this store. Yeah. Poser. They've got a grocery cart full of paper, paper towels, towels. sawed into thirds. And it's the sign says, better than nothing, do not flush. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. If my Zodcaster listeners want to see the photos, I can provide them. Yeah, so I thought. Now that is uh, that is capitalism at its best. <laughs> and I, they ain't cheap. I'm. It's getting to the point for me where I'm interested. I'm ready to talk. You know. <laughs> yeah. Brendan, I have I have four thousand baby wipes in a closet in my house. Yeah. I mean, if I can help you out in any way, we could trade for goods, you know, and services. So. Sure. Well, I'm he, uh, by goods and services, yeah. he means blowjobs. He wants blowjobs. Well, wink, wink, nod, nod. I, uh, I'm up for negotiation, if you know what I mean. All right. Yeah. So I maybe the Massadcast, you know, our listener base and our Twitter following could do a service of like a toilet paper watch, you know, like the weather reporters or the traffic guys. We could uh, keep an eye out for where there's shitter paper available. And make it public so it's that like gasbuddy.com. Yeah. Gasbuddy tells you cheap gas. We could have shippaperbuddy.com. Or assbuddy. That's probably yeah, taken. That's, yeah. That's, well, I've, sure seen, I've visited assbuddy.com before, Brennan. It's taken. Do you recommend it? No, well, to a certain type. <laughs> to each their own. I'm just writing down assbuddy.com right now. And all, all these guys should remember out there, and women too, that masturbating is good for the immune system. Is that so, right? Yeah, if you furiously well, masturbate every day, you'll probably keep the Rona away. Yeah. That's what I live by is masturbate six times a day keeps the Rona away. <laughs> so live by that. The more you know. But uh, fair warning, you'll have no epi- epidural layer of skin on your penis. <laughs> That's right. Or palm of your hand. Yeah. There's no sports, and we're not allowed to do anything. But I guess we yep. could... You know, Caleb, you can fish, right? Like, didn't the Department of Conservation say we can all fish without fishing yeah, permits? Yeah, free fishing licenses right now. So guys like Colin that don't know what the fuck they're doing and don't have a license anyway can go fishing wherever they want to. <sighs> Boy, I'm telling you what, Caleb knows how to cut deep. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I've already paid for my fishing license because I'm a good fucking human being. And so all these other people are getting free ones. But, yeah, you can go fishing still. All the hillbillies are out snagging on the rivers and, you know, up the up the river on the lake towards Truman. So watch out for the hillbillies and their snagging rods. Fucking I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I think I'm going to have to get off the phone because this is the most unkindest cut of all. I'm yeah. offended that Caleb has uh, questioned my fishing aptitude. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 it's like I said, it's, it's not cool. It's like Brian Adams' song, Colin. It cuts like a knife. I hope it cuts hard and deep. <laughs> like a treble hook. Yeah. Right in your fucking lip. <laughs> Is, have you guys noticed, like, uh, I don't know, just your family being more at each other's throats or anxious or anything? I mean, you guys got well, young my kids. My wife has been home with my kids all week, and she's, she's, hanging, she's hanging in there. But you can tell uh, she would very much like to leave our house. Yeah. My wife left the house tonight for the first time since last Wednesday, I think. 
and it was just to go get a couple things from the grocery store, and she needed it bad. You can only oh, the, talk the to grocery th- store. You mean? Yeah, you can only you can only <laughs> was, talk to. You a, said a, she needed it bad. I was like, oh, oh no. God. I give it to her every day when I get home. That's part of being a stay-at-home mom. Is <laughs> is when I get home, there's dinner, and then we're gonna do it, and and that's pretty well the end of the night. I go to bed, but you know, if you're not working during the day, you're cooking supper. And you're taking one in the pooch. <laughs> Feminism. <laughs> Heavens. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, so I mean, if you can't, I mean, if you're not masturbating, you should have lots of sex. It's the same thing, you know. For those guys that don't know, you know, sex is does there the any same way thing. to uh, make sure on this podcast that it says explicit plus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's just make sure every. I'm sure our uh, our new sponsors LinkedIn are real thrilled by it. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. when you put the description on the show, make sure that you mention somewhere in there it, it's it's not great, you know, as far <laughs> as baby ears. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're a delicate flower, this in the show for you. Yeah, <laughs> I told I told my. We're a Mizzou fan. It's not a it's not a show for a Mizzou fan. We don't. There's literally haven't been talking. No, there's nothing about. It. I told my seven year old I was doing a podcast tonight. And all he wanted to know is if Brendan had interviewed the Bacon guy from the last basketball game. Shit, I need to interview Bacon Man. Yeah, that's all Brock cares about. It's his fucking hero. He took over for any other sports hero that Brock had. Bacon Bacon guy from the Mizzou game that made the putt is Brock's new sports hero. I'm going to track down Bacon Man. I said I was going to do it. I told uh, Coach Reap for the eSports program I was going to get the hacky sack guy. I think all these people are available. You know what I mean? I don't think – I know the Tiger King might be getting calls right now, but I think Hacky Sack Guy, phone's not ringing off the hook. No. What if Hacky Sack Guy turned us down for an interview? Well, that's on you, not me. <laughs> he, he talked to me. <laughs> uh, I know that he, he – I, I have seen that he prefers to call it foot bag, that uh, Hacky Sack is almost like uh, insulting to his craft. Well, back when I was a freshman in high school, we played Hacky Sack, and that's what I'm going to call it. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I don't have the coordination for it, and I'd fall over. Well, you didn't do enough drugs or wear enough beanie hats. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. You can't wear enough beanie hats. No, if you're going to hack, you have to have a beanie hat on. <laughs> it is almost a necessity. Uniform, really. If you're going to hack. If you're gonna hack, you gotta have one. No hot toilet paper tips. No, try to try to have hard turds or diarrhea. <laughs> you don't you don't need to wipe that much with either one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and don't don't be if you have a hard turd, don't go wiping that thing. You're just wasting paper. You don't need it. Just pinch it and go. Just pinch that thing off. Don't just take a guess that it's clean. You know, don't don't chance wasting three squares on it. Roll the I, dice. I think you can know it's a hard one just by the the heaviness with which it hits the water, you know? Oh, yeah. If, it, if it's a good heavy spelunker, just go ahead and pull that pants up. Spelunker. Yeah. You know, the worst thing you can have in this crisis is the one where you have to go, like, back and rewipe a dozen times before, you, you know, it starts oh, to... Brilliant. Those are known as cake frosting shits, where it's like every time you go down there, all you do is pushing it around. You don't ever seem to get. You're trying to wipe cake frosting up the off like a countertop. Yeah, it just doesn't come up. You sort of push it around with the with the rag. That's what that's what I call cake frosting shits, and that's the worst kind of shit they have when you're short on toilet paper. In a coronavirus, that's the only ones I have. I use a third of a roll every time I poop. 
And I poop <laughs> I three times a day. Oh, I do. I go home at lunch sometimes and get naked after I poop and take a shower. <laughs> you sound like a man who could use a bidet. Well, <laughs> I got, I've got a hose. <laughs> I guess it's maybe that's just a fancy French word for hose. Yeah, I've got two hoses, actually, so I'm good. What do you use hey, to dry it off afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, humble brag on the hoses. I just walk around naked and uh, maybe blow dry my asshole a little bit with my wife's blow dryer. That's how it's done. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to look into this. I mean, you can't even buy toilet paper online these days. Like, Amazon is out. It's a crisis. I want to know where all these people are storing this shit paper at in their house. Like, How much just, can they keep? Like, well, do they use, use it as an ottoman? Is that why they're not shopping at my store? Like, you got so much shit paper, you no longer need sofas because you're building out a Charmin? You know it's bad in the supply line when Jeff Bezos can't keep it in stock, you know? Well, I, yeah, I, I think you guys are really in a pinch. I, at our work, we have those, like, big dispensers, and the rolls are, like, the size of a country ham. The, the paper... Comfort level is uh, not great, but mm-hmm. it's certainly lots of it. And uh, if, it, if push comes to shove, I can get you some very rough, very thin toilet paper. I'm not there or, yet. I've heard it referred to, what is it, John Wayne toilet paper, rough yeah. in hell, it takes no shit. Yeah, it won't take shit off anybody. Um, <laughs> what I call those are uh, finger divers because those are the ones <laughs> where you're, <laughs> you're giving it a good solid wipe and your um, your oh, index right. finger goes right through the middle and right up the old asshole. Well, yeah. if, you're, if you've had any experience with these at all, you know you have to take quite a bit of toilet paper to build up a firm, non-finger bursting wall so you don't finger your own asshole. <laughs> That's right. It is a little bit of a physics problem every time you use that thin toilet paper. It's like, how many wraps around do I have to go before Listen, my finger? Like, oh, it's thin, so you'll use less toilet paper, except that you have to use half a roll. That's you know, right. I, I, I know. It is bad. It's bad accounting by the custodial staff to think that they can save money. You don't want to cut corners on toilet paper. Using gas station toilet paper has been some of the best ass I've ever gotten. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I feel like gas station toilet paper is bad in a completely different way. It's not like really hard and thin. It's almost like super soft, but like also still thin. You know, like the the <laughs> to, the toilet paper or the it's so like formless that it almost is like bunched up on the roll. You know what I mean? It's really overly soft and thin, and it makes perfect for like wadding up and shooting and throwing onto the wall at gas stations. Apparently. It's like paper mache, you're saying. It is. It's exactly. It's like wiping your ass with paper mache. And uh, the stuff Colin's talking about, that's like might as well use typing paper. <laughs> I don't know why you can't wipe an ass with a newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can, I suppose. Give it a whirl and get back to us. Well, some of the stuff at our office, I mean, it would be like, you might as well use sandpaper, fine grit. Well, <laughs> I've got 65 rolls of shit paper, so I'm good. And uh, like I said, I'll. I'll trade you for BJ's and reach rounds. And you're going to have a lot of takers on that deal. Yeah. Uh, it's my biggest concern of the whole thing. I mean, I, I, I know that makes me sound callous or stupid, and I am both. But I don't know anybody yet who has coronavirus. I don't have enough money to care too deeply about the markets because <laughs> I'm too poor. But I do care about my toilet paper. Like, that's where my heart lies right now. Yeah, my heart lies with my job and my ability to keep it, which is tenuous at best right now. Yeah, I can see how that would go to the top of the list fast. Yeah, you know, so your toilet paper problem does seem pretty bad, Brennan. Well, 
<laughs> I think as far as uh, sympathy levels go, Colin, most people would hear these plights and be like neck and neck. Yeah, sure. Truthfully, like think about getting a, a $1,200 check from the government. How long is that going to gonna keep keep the, the, the wolf from the door? Yeah, not, not too long. Everybody keeps talking about this cash pad. I'm like, I'm going to tell you what I can burn up real quick with my bills. It's twelve hundred bucks. You've done it before. Oh my god! And that's you know that's me not buying drugs or alcohol or any of the things that I really enjoy. That's just me paying the bills. It's gonna be three new fishing rods for me. You can bet your <laughs> ass. <laughs> Priorities. Twelve hundred dollars only buys three fishing rods. Well, rods and reels, and that's if I'm lucky. <laughs> as much money as Caleb spends on fishing equipment. I hope you eat the finest fish every night, Caleb. I do. I don't know if you guys have ever had drum cooked on a cedar plank. (laughs) Drum. Over an open fire. But, I mean, it's some of the... So, this is how I prepare it. So, I catch the drum, and then I fillet the drum out. It's a little bony. And then I I season salt and and, uh, pepper on there and, and olive oil, and I put it on the grill. And when it gets done, I throw that fucking drum away and eat the cedar plank. (laughs) (laughs) okay now we're back (laughs) starting to make sense now (laughs) i was gonna say i was like well i don't know much about fishing but i know drum is not top of the fucking food chain for eating (laughs) no yeah we can uh we can still fish and we can hunt mushrooms apparently that's seasons here mushroom hunting's coming soon folks yeah i think caleb's probably the uh, expert mushroom hunter we grew up you know i find I find the shrooms. They just happen to grow grow in the hills around the farm. Yeah, we grew up in a place where there was no stretch of land that hadn't been touched by cattle. So if there were any mushrooms, the cattle had bitten their heads off. Fucking cows will get you. You got to block that off. Like our farm, you put up, you got to put up the electric fence around so the cows don't get to the good mushroom and deer hunting spots. We never did, so we starved. Watched other people and brag about pillowcases full of mushrooms. Yeah, you were going and. To the you know the farmers market and buying uh, dried up mushrooms for two hundred dollars an ounce like it was cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, that sucks. So, guys, I, I'm going to sign off. I think here, but I want to ask you a football sports related question. Do you think football season, college football season, will begin at its normal time, at its normal appointed hour, everything back to normal, or do you think shit's going to be fucked up till then? I, I don't think it will, and my my the, the reason I say that is I, not because I don't think there's a chance that maybe we could be coming to the, looking towards the end of this thing by September, but you know the camp starts in spring. Whether you talk about the college or the NFL game, these guys start practicing very early on in the summer. I just don't think there's going to be, I just don't think we're going to be far enough away from this whole social distancing thing that we're going to let a bunch of guys slam each other and sweat all over each other. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think we are going to have football because people are going to need it. But I also think all these things like the Olympics being postponed and the Masters and all these big sporting events that are supposed to be taking place now are going to get like they're going to try to work them into the calendar year. They don't want to miss out on that cash. And I think there's going to be a lot of things competing with our football viewing that nor under normal circumstances didn't. Well, and one thing that politicians seem to be ignoring uh, that that the if you if you read some of the, what the medical professionals say is that you know come fall there's probably going to be at least some small resurgence of this even if they get if they can get a handle on it over the summer and and the warm weather does in fact help the situation for some in some way 
that, that there, there's, you know, if it's like the Spanish flu or other things, that there's going to be a little resurgence in the fall, which would be when football season is starting. And I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not optimistic about Hess having a college football team to watch. Uh, I'm watching ESPN right now and Mark Cuban saying the NBA basketball will be back in mid-May. Yeah, that's a long way away. Oh, boy. I hope he's right. All right. Well, I wish I had more stories to tell. We've, we've said way too much already, Brennan. I'm just going to say that right now. You've said way too much already. That's I mean, fact. if you want stories, Brennan, I've got stories. I can go all night long. Let's, let's, not, let's cut it off right now, Brennan. Uh, <laughs> let's, just, let's not let Caleb go down the road. <laughs> Bye, I guess. <laughs> M-I-Z. Go coronavirus. I go home at lunch sometimes and get naked after I poop and take a shower.